Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is October the 30th, 2019. Someone just won the World Series. Strong hand. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. Yeah, I am offended by selling. You better believe it, baby. Hello, my elite friends. How are you guys tonight? Hey, this is a reminder. Questions and answers. There, I've got some time for it tonight. Type in Bitcoin Meister with a question. I will answer your question. Please. Check out the links below. Everything I talk about is uh, linked to below. But at disruptmeister.com, you will see today there were two shows. There was an early Bitcoin focus show about Ran Munir. Yeah, he's been on the show before. And uh, you'll see clips from that show. Click on that right now. It's linked to below. It says, watch this video now. Watch this video now. It's only eight minutes of your time. You'll get a nice Bitcoin focus. You'll see the other side of things from the 80 percenter perspective, uh, the dudes that impulsively buy altcoins. It's good to learn from that, though. It's good to see who RAN appeals to so you don't end up being one of those people that's like, oh, better get me some Cardano. Yeah, he was talking about Cardano in that show. Ouch. Pound that like button. Okay. I want to talk about uh, this week in Bitcoin coming up on Friday. We have a special guest, a new guest. And I try, I bring you the best freaking guest in the space. David Nage of Acra, Acra Digital Assets, all right? Yeah, this is going to be a little bit different, right? He's he's going to be one of those guys with a fund that invests uh, for other other people's money. I'm all about controlling your own private key. I'm all about making decisions. But there's a big part of this industry where people go the traditional, the so-called traditional route, throw their money to people and say, buy me some crypto. We're going to hear about that. He has a history with uh, family offices. And you don't get to hear about, well, what, what are family offices? What do they think about cryptocurrency? What do they think about Bitcoin right now? So we're going to ask him about that. He has a, a podcast also. He just interviewed uh, Dhruv uh, Bonzel, I can't pronounce it, and Tor Demeester. And Dhruv uh, had a very interesting quote. And this is, again, this is linked to below. He says, uh, Bitcoin is the killer app for personal security. And he talks about how uh, you know, maybe in the future, and he, he loves the Trezor, this dude. Again, this is not the guy that's going to be on my show. This is a guy interviewed by the guy that's going to be on my show. Loves the Trezor. And indeed, you know, instead of giving to, to prove who you are, you got to give your social security, the last four digits of your social security. Anyone can do that. Uh, in the future, you, have, you can sign with your Trezor. Your Trezor can do it. And that's what he's getting at with uh, Bitcoin is the killer app for personal security. Hey, I Bitcoin is a killer app for money. Pound that like button. But uh, will it be able to do other things also? This guy thinks so. So that, that, that got my uh, thought process going right there. All right. So in the news today, 
in the news today, uh, the United States uh, Federal Reserve cut the uh, the rates. And was this uh, expected? Of course it was expected. Are some people angry saying, oh, they can't do this. It's money manipulation. Oh, the Fed is such a bad uh, entity. They're so horrible. Uh, compete. Don't complain, people. Uh, yeah. They're, they cut rates. What are you going to do about it, dudes? Are, do you own Bitcoin, actually? Because Bitcoin doesn't care about that, dudes. It doesn't care about that. So I, I, there are a lot of people who love to make deals. Oh, they're not going to be able to get away with this. Oh, the end of the financial system is on its way. They wouldn't be cutting. No, they're getting away with it. 80 percenters will keep on buying. Lots of money flowing into the system. Maybe some inflation here and there. Most people don't care. Uh, but you and, and well, you can complain or you can get some Bitcoin with that extra money that you got now. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Remember, guys, uh, if you're if you're so angry about the, the Fed uh, releasing money, printing money, whatever you want to say, Bitcoin is only going to ever be 21 million of them. All right. And uh, it's not changing. This is uh, this is the real money. And so uh, when we have big announcements like this and people are wondering, oh, what is it going to do for Bitcoin? Oh, what's oh, we're one step closer to financial Armageddon. And Bitcoin will rise above all during the fight. No, there's not going to be financial Armageddon, but smart people who actually do things, who actually produce and just sit on their butts, and they they take into consideration what's going on, and they will buy Bitcoin. But, I mean, you can complain, but what are complaints going to get you? Buying Bitcoin, what's that going to get you? A real asset. So there's the doers and there's the talkers. And when we ever, we, whenever we have these Fed cuts, and history is repeating itself, we have so many people who just talk this huge game. Get your gold now. Clearly, we're going to the gold standard. No, no. And no, we're not going to hyper-Bitcoinization either. But it's it's a good thing to have. It's a good thing to have. It's a 20%er thing to do. While the 80%ers just blindly keep on buying with their uh with their uh federally reserved uh federal reserve controlled. Dollar. All right. So there you go. Rate cuts. That's what I think. Not a big deal at all. A this is a tweet from uh, Bloomberg Business, and uh, a trade. And this history repeats itself here too. Uh, a trader who ferried more than a million dollars worth of gold between Paris and Brussels has failed to get back money that was seized after border guards pulled him over. So, yeah, he got his – it's gold. It's confiscatable. And they don't reimburse you once they take your gold. Very easy to take uh, when you've got a million dollars worth of gold uh, gold sitting in your car. Okay? This is – Bitcoin, they can't do that. But we've heard about this before, but people still say, oh, gold is superior. I can touch it. I can hold it. Well, the people who can take it away can do the same exact thing. It's it's it, but some people will never learn. We're hearing that this this day, the, the stories of today that I'm talking about today. So many of them we we've already heard, but people still don't want to get into Bitcoin. They still want to stick with what the the, the failed. Uh, we've had Fed cut. We've had the Fed cut rates before. All right, we've had gold confiscated before. 
people just they want to stick with what they had. They don't want to switch in the big, but the, the movers and the shakers, the 20 percenters, the people who produce, they're waking up to this thing. And still very few of them, few, few 20 percenters know about it at this point. Well, they might know about it, but they haven't acted either. Just because you're a 20 percenter doesn't mean you're going to act and do the right thing. You're more likely to. All right. Uh, Zach Vol has a very interesting quote. Let me di dissect it here. Ignore the mindless critics. Bitcoin adoption is not linear. Eventually, it will happen all at once. All right. I, I, I agree that uh, people piling into Bitcoin, well, they're going to pile in. Uh, and we've already seen it in 2017. We had a sudden surge of people getting into cryptocurrency through the ICOs and thus in the Bitcoin. It isn't just this like linear, linear growth. It, it happens in spurts and fits and so I, I think uh, he uses the term uh, Bitcoin adoption. I, I will. Or what are they adopting it for? As a savings mechanism or as as an everyday currency? I say the the growth, uh, the Bitcoin's uh, popularity is is not a uh, not a not a linear not a linear type of thing. It is. It'll be very pop, you know, leading up to the halving, we might see some linear growth. Uh, but then afterwards, there'll be a drop off. And then the net, whatever, once that price starts rising, that's when we get these insane uh, pe just people just piling into it. And I think next time around, some more people will stick around, but there'll be a, there'll be a drop off also. So, uh, you know, and I don't think the whole world will get into it either. Uh, but yeah, it will we're going to have a 2017 again, a December of 2017 again, definitely. And I expect more people to stick around this time also. And it'll probably be in 2021 uh, if the 210,000 block theory remains true. All right, dudes. Uh, if you got questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. This is your time. People like the people like when I do these spur of the moment questions. Every day. I know people are asleep. Yeah, it's the middle of the night in most places in the United States, but... I, there are people that are there right now. Someone says, I hate PayPal. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that right now, dude. And again, history repeats itself with this PayPal thing. PayPal uh, deplatforms conservative street artist Sabo or Sabo, whatever his name is. Chris Sabo. He played for the Cincinnati Reds. He was a rookie of the year. He ended up playing for the Baltimore Orioles. He had some funky glasses. He got caught uh, – Corking is bad at 1.2. Uh, look that up on YouTube. Chris Sabo corked back. Anyway, moving on. Hello, Cincinnati. Pound that like button. Know too much about baseball. Hey, a new World Series champion tonight. Even the Expos can win the World Series. Oh, wait. They're not the Expos. They're international. Okay. So, yeah, this dude Sabo, not Chris Sabo, a conservative, Chris, uh, a conservative uh, street artist. His funds... Uh, PayPal holds his funds for six months and they deplatform him. All right. This is what happens, dudes. We've heard about it before. PayPal's a private entity. They're going to cut out people they don't like. That's why you get into Bitcoin. All right. So if you haven't learned your lesson, maybe you'll learn it from Chris Sabo and his glasses. Okay. No, it's not Chris Sabo. It's Sabo. 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 Conservative. There was a pretty conservative owner of the Cincinnati Reds once, too. She didn't really – she probably wasn't a big fan of me. 
was she really conservative or was she a national socialist? You can look that one up too. She's uh, deceased. Uh, the world's a better place. All right, continuing, continuing on. Um, baseball knowledge, dropping it. Cincinnati. I've never even been to Cincinnati before. It's near Kentucky. Right across the river. 1990 world champions, right? But remember, they lost in 1970. Who did they lose to? Who did the Reds lose to in 1970 in the World Series? Baltimore Orioles. Now, uh, what, okay. Uh, oh, Coindesk article. Well, why not mention this? This is a uh, – well, here we go. Bitmain seeking U.S. IPO with confidential SEC filing report. So people are saying, oh, I hate uh, Bitmain. Bad luck to them. Bad luck to Rocket Man Woo. I say good luck to them. Good luck. What I want there to be major, uh, a major Bitcoin-related player to have an IPO in the United States of America. I think that's a positive. It probably won't be them. They keep on running into troubles. And people, I have wondered why the Bcash price seems to be going up despite some weirdness in their mining. This might be a part of the reason that uh, people knew that uh, Bitmain is trying to IPO yet again. Uh, history repeats itself. <laughs> hey, but maybe the, maybe this time they'll pull it off. I, I have no problem with Bitmain uh, having a, a initial public offering on, on the United States uh, stock exchange. I think it's I think it's good for cryptocurrency. Um, and history in the making. What is this here? Oh, here is something from Tyler Winkle, Winklevoss, another person that people like to hate, but uh, people should try to emulate that dude. Nothing wrong with the Winklevosses trying to be the first trillionaires on earth. He says he's proud that Gemini Custody ooh, will be the custodian for at 3IQ Corp's The Bitcoin Fund that will list on the Canadian Stock Exchange. So all these uh, American uh, entities are trying to have a cryptocurrency related funds <laughs> on, uh, on the, uh, in the United States. Uh, they're pulling off something over there in Canada though, with, with a Bitcoin fund. So good for them. Maybe, the United, maybe uh, such a deal will be uh, replicated in the United States I don't totally get all this financialization stuff. It's not my thing at all. There are other people that they want to get into Bitcoin through these third parties, through these custodial agents, through, through Gemini, through whatever uh, complicated uh, process they'll come up with next to say, oh, I'm holding your Bitcoin for you. You hold bit, You really hold Bitcoin. When it's just as simple as just buying it and putting it on your Trezor. But I realize in this world – that there are a bunch of traditional people out there that just don't get it, that just don't want to be sovereign, okay? They want other people to control their wealth. All right, I get it. 3IQ Corp, good luck on the Canadian I, Canadian uh, stock exchange. Maybe something like this uh, will come to, uh, uh, to the United States soon enough. Roman Q says 80% spend their time panicking consumed by uh, guessing the Fed's monetary policy. 20 percenters are calm, knowing that there will only be 21 million with halvings every four years. Couldn't have said it better myself, Roman Q. Pound that like button. Just by Bitcoin says, did your year-long abstinence from music help you appreciate the arts more 
now or has it made you indifferent? Well, my year-long abstinence from music continues, I wanted to point out, until the yort site of my father, which will be December the 10th. You go by the Hebrew calendar in terms of the morning period. So the morning period will it will not end on November 20th. It will end on December 10th, which is the year since the Hebrew date. And during that morning period, I have not listened to any music. I mean, I've heard it in the background, but I've not gone on my way to listen to it. And uh, I, I miss music. I, I do. I do miss it a little bit. I do. I look forward to being able to listen to it. So I, I do have more of an appreciation of music, but I am glad that I have had time to focus more on uh, on Bitcoin and, and and other aspects of my life. Uh, so Bitcoin, so music can be a distraction, but it, it can be a lot of fun also. And uh, there's, I, I do I do miss listening. Uh, but it did wait. You know, in the past, it wasted some time. Like, oh, better go find that. Uh, who video from uh, 1971? No, you really don't have to do that, Adam. It's not, it's, and, and I definitely, uh, definitely, uh, it's been reinforced to me. It's, it's but I, I would like to hear the who. I don't think I've heard the who for a year now, <laughs> or almost a year. It's almost November 20th. So it, it's almost over. It's, it's not a big deal. I, I've got a lot of willpower. I, I'll be able to easily make it until uh, December the 10th uh, without, uh, without music. And of course, it will be nice for the morning period to end. Anyone in their right mind um, doesn't want to be in mourning, okay? So it'll be great to be out of mourning. Um, and so I, I look forward to December 10th. And of course, I, I look forward to December 11th also, because that is the day of the, uh, <laughs> what a tie in here, the Mimble Wimble coin. Uh, all of us are going to get our MWC uh, airdrop coin that we, crypto dividend that we signed up for. Uh, quite a few months ago. Got to be patient with these type of things. So a lot of people talk about Lebanon. Yep, uh, we've seen this before. Now, of course, Hass McCook, who is of Lebanese descent, he brought it up on my show, what's it now, two weeks ago, uh, you know, what was going on in Lebanon. He, he informed the world that, that they were having a little bit of a rebellion over there. So yet, they need Bitcoin now. They're having some financial problems because the country's falling apart more so than it usually is falling apart. It's falling apart financially. Uh, hopefully, they'll be able to uh, get rid of their Iranian uh, overlords. But uh, besides that, yeah, this this happens in these uh, countries all the time. These uh, relatively unstable countries. Uh, uh, they need. There's a need for Bitcoin. They go through inflation. They go through times where they can't get their money out of the banks. When will all of these people learn in these developing countries? Most of them will never learn. But uh, Lebanese are learning the hard way yet again. So good luck to the guys over there. I, I hope they uh, – apparently Bitcoin is selling fast over there in peer-to-peer uh, -peer markets. Good. This is what it's for, dudes. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Get it out of there and uh, get out of Lebanon <laughs> if you can, I guess. And Send it to your buddies, your Lebanese brothers in Brazil and all over the world. There's Lebanese all over the world because their country has so many, uh, so unstable since, uh, what, since 1975 or so? I don't know when all that stuff started going on there. Apparently, Beirut was uh, quite beautiful at one time. And it's still somewhat beautiful from what I heard. All right, do we have any other uh, people are not typing in Bitcoin Meister? They're just saying a lot of things. Uh, all right, but you've got one last chance, dudes. 
someone says though, I saw the biggest Gemini rap ad on bus running in Los Angeles. I took a pic of it. That's pretty cool. I never saw a Gemini ad in Los Angeles. They've got a lot of money though. And, and Hey, that this a way for Americans to buy Bitcoin and then get it off their exchange. Don't get involved with the custodial aspects of it and don't trade over there. But of course, Gemini wants you to trade and like, you know, they want uh, you to let them hold their, your, your precious Bitcoin because it's not your precious Bitcoin when they're holding it. Nick Carter, who is great. Um, he just had a, a presentation and I linked to a page of it below and he says, uh, and he points out in this chart, the growing share of custodial Bitcoin calls for the adoption of proof of reserve schemes. So the chart does show that through the years, it's it's more and more people are letting other people hold their Bitcoin, that it's growing at a faster rate than people controlling their own private key. So Nick should suggest that uh, these organizations like Gemini and uh, if they want to prove that they're legitimate, that they come up with some type of uh, proof of reserve uh, uh, policy where they show like, hey, we actually this is how much we have. How many of them are going to actually do this? Who knows? But as Trace Mayer says, coming up on January 3rd, proof of keys, everybody should force them to do this by removing your Bitcoin from these third parties. And then they'll be forced. Well, we shall see which ones are solvent and which ones are not. But hey, the trend is, and I, this is not my trend. This is the trend of the people coming into Bitcoin. They are, they're letting other people hold their Bitcoin for them. Unfortunate. They just don't get the, the full uh, glory of Bitcoin, which is to control your private key. Jason Whittle says, uh, he just uh, has a big exclamation mark. Thank you, dude. And, uh, oh, this is a great question by Tabal uh, Dacris. Is there black people in Tel Aviv? Yes, there are many black people in Tel Aviv. This is something that the haters of Israel uh, love to say that uh, Israel, uh, that uh, the uh, Jewish people all over the world, liberal Jewish people all over the world, want all these countries to take in these illegal African migrants. And then in Israel, no, it's, it's for Jews only. <laughs> no, if you take one second on the ground in Tel Aviv, when you get off the train, when you get off the bus, you walk on the street in South Tel Aviv, it is filled with people from Sudan, Eritrea. They're not Jewish at all. They got in there some, somehow because migrants from all over Africa want to go to rich countries and they find a way to even get into Israel. Okay, And there's plenty of liberal people in Israel that they like it. They, they, they want more, more illegal immigrants come into Israel, come into Tel Aviv. You can go right there right now. People take a plane into Tel Aviv, take the train into uh, to South Tel Aviv, and you will see many, many black people, many African. They're, and they're actually they've set up stores. They are hair weave stores. You can buy wigs at um, there's all sorts of catering toward the Africans that are there. There are also Ethiopian Jews that are also uh, in, in Israel, but I think most people know about that. But yes, there are many, many black people in Tel Aviv, many, 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 quite and many. You, you would be very surprised if you're walking in, in South. And uh, um, all the all the Israel haters, the Jew haters out there, they don't they don't tell you this because they've never been to Tel Aviv. They've never left. Uh, they've never left uh, their little uh, corner, dark corners of the world. I mean, you travel, you see stuff. 
All right. Uh, and then Ulf Moberg said, is Nick Sabo the real Satoshi? No, he's not. But you really shouldn't concern yourself who uh, the real Satoshi is. That does, doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, there's a lot of people that there's a couple people. That, <laughs> there's one guy that pretends to be uh, the, the real Satoshi, but nah, the, the the real Satoshi is hidden, and that's the way it, it the real Satoshi can't be tracked down. It's it's a clickbait thing, dude. It's it's a click, and I know why you'd want to. Eh, I can see why people are curious, but it's the oldest clickbait in the book when it comes to when it comes to Bitcoin. That's the oldest clickbait in the book. I it, someone. You, you list your theory on who Satoshi is in the uh, in the title. That one's been going on as long as there's been Bitcoin. People ask me, uh, you know, what's what's the earliest FUD I can remember? Well, the earliest freaking clickbait I can remember is, oh, I, I, this is Satoshi. This is Satoshi. Just by Bitcoin says, uh, the Fed admitted to more than 2% inflation today while they cut rates again, right after the S&P 500 all-time high. Okay, sure. They admitted that it's two percent inflation today, did they? I mean, it's more. Everyone knows it's more than two percent inflation in so many aspects of life, especially in the eighty percenter aspects of life. Eighty percenters love to buy, uh, you know, these these uh, fancy schmancy cars. Yeah, those things have been going up way, way more than two percent. So inflation has reared its ugly head in uh, many of the eighty percenter stuff. Uh, quite quite. Uh, Quite obviously. Uh, so, uh, but I don't care if the Fed admits it or they don't admit what the inflation rate. doesn't matter to me. People make a big deal out of it. Ooh, we got the Fed to admit it. So what? People keep, they keep putting as many dollars as they want to. MMT works in the United States. It works. It, love it or hate it, it, it works. They can keep on doing it because people believe in the dollar story. They can keep on getting their 80% materials with it, even though those prices keep on going up. So you just get in the Bitcoin and watch it and see what happens. It's the people love the welfare dollar just by Bitcoin. Yes. Yes, they love the welfare dollar. Indeed. All right. That is it for today. Unless anyone has any more questions. Going once. Going twice. Sold. All right. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe if you like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that like button, click on those squares that you see, and check out the earlier show from today. And follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Goodbye, my elite friends. Have a good evening. See you on Halloween. Bye.